welcome to episode one of the Retro Game Guy. My name is Shane, and I'm going to be talking about, well, I'm going to be talking about a lot of things, so what I'm going to do in this episode is just kind of give you an introduction, let you know kind of basically what this station is going to be about, and um, if it's something that you're interested in, give me a uh, give me a favorite, hit the yellow star, and um, feel free to give any type of feedback or comments or call-ins as well. So here's what this station is going to be about. About a year and a half ago, I started slowly getting into the um, getting into the hobby of collecting video games, um, anything from old NES games and systems to even you know newer stuff that's a little bit newer, Xbox 360, Nintendo Wii. Um, basically anything that I could get and get at a good price just getting it collecting it um, I, I kinda got into this because I saw some guys on YouTube doing uh, the same thing a similar thing and it was just really interesting to me as someone who grew up playing these games I'm 35 years old now my first gaming system was the NES um, you know I, re I remember shooting at that duck um, the dog laughing at me, all that stuff. Um, man, I hate that dog. But you know, when I, when I was seeing people on these videos and going out and uh, finding these things at these yard sales for super cheap, I was just I, I was blown away by how cheap they were getting this stuff. And in a way, the skeptic in me was thinking, well, this is probably not real. It's probably some kind of setup. Um, there's no way they're, they're really getting this stuff for this cheap. So I went out and tried it myself. And what I found is, wow, yeah. I found some really cool old retro stuff and I got it for super cheap. So <clears throat> I really got into this hobby of collecting video games. Now the thing about hobbies though is they, they get expensive. And even if you're buying stuff cheap, you know, if you're going out every week, multiple yard sales, thrift stores, all this stuff, uh, you still find, you're going to find that you're spending a lot of money. Now, I don't have a whole lot of money to spend. Uh, you know, I've got three kids and one more on the way, and you know, I'm not rich by any stretch of the imagination. So, came up with this idea that while I did enjoy collecting the video games, if I would just turn around and sell some of what I bought, I could cover the cost of what I spent and even make a little bit of profit so I started getting into the reselling side of things and taking you know some of the stuff that I got I mean of course there's some stuff that I got that's like wow this is really cool I like this I want this to be part of my collection there's some stuff I, I, I get that's you know maybe it's valuable but it's not that valuable to me it's not something I'm real passionate about and that's the kind of stuff I like to turn around and resell to make back you know the money that I'm, I'm spending at yard sales and thrift stores so um, there's really two parts to this hobby and for me it's a, it's a fine balance uh, to walk so there's the collecting side you know I, I want to collect at the same time um, I want my collection to be free I want to turn around and sell enough stuff that I'm covering all the costs, all the money that I'm spending, and in the end, I want to have a large 
collection of video games and systems and really cool retro stuff and my goal was for it to be completely free maybe even make a little bit of money in the process um, so that's kind of a basic introduction to where I'm at what I'm going for and um, but so I'm going to talk about you know the the buying you know what what I like to buy what I like to look for talk about you know what's how, how I resell and how other people resell things like that um, but also I'll talk some video games. I still play video games when I can. Don't have quite as much time as I used to, obviously. So, uh, but I still do have a passion for playing uh, video games, old and new. So, I'll be happy to talk about that a lot as well. So, I hope you'll join me in this journey. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, for this first episode. I want to give you a story of uh, my biggest score so far. Um, now, before I get into to this, I have another station here on Anchor. It's uh, 318 Radio, and uh, this is you know my second station. 318 Radio is really just uh, kind of a, a bunch of mix of random topics and interests of mine. I wanted to dedicate an entire uh, station to to the retro game collecting hobby um, just so I don't have all that content you know dominating my other station um, anyway so I shared this story over on that station yesterday and I even put some pictures up on the Instagram page that belongs to that station 318 radio on Instagram so if you want to see the pictures of what I'm talking about you'll have to go check them out on that Instagram page anyway so, my biggest score ever in this hobby was actually the very first morning I went out to go to yard sales. Um, I remember I had went the night before on Facebook, and I had looked at the ads for the different, uh, not the ads, like the Facebook groups, yard sale groups, where they, you know, people will advertise their yard sales. And I found this one yard sale that was starting really early. It was starting at like 6.30. And that was the earliest start of any of the yard sales. So I was like, well, I'll hit this one first. And then, you know, I had some others that I was going to go to after that, and kind of in the same area. <clears throat> and I did. I got there right at 6.30. Um, they literally had all their stuff set up in their garage. It didn't look like a lot of stuff. I was kind of like, uh, it looked like a lot of clothes and stuff. Um, but I remembered a tip that I had heard on some of these YouTube um, channels that I had been watching with the yard sales and they you know they would say always ask the person you know do you have any games because a lot of times people don't put them out or maybe they just don't think to put them out or whatever so <clears throat> took a chance and just uh, just asked the lady if they happened to have any video games they were selling and the, it was an older lady and she had her daughter there with her older daughter and um, she said well we got a we got a Sega somewhere in the house and you know it's it's been put up for a long time since the boys moved out and you know I don't I don't know if it still works or whatever but if we can find it I'd I would sell it and so I was like yeah uh, if you want to look for it I'll wait so the daughter went in the house and uh, she was in there for maybe five minutes or so and she comes back with a 
plastic bag and I can see cords and everything sticking out of the bag and sets it down on the table and I open it up and it's not a Sega it's actually an NES original Nintendo Entertainment System and not only an NES but there were I believe 17 games 16 or 17 games like three or four controllers the the light gun um, and an original Game Boy and a couple of Game Boy games uh, I mean, I was like, oh my goodness, how, how much is she going to try to charge me for this? You know, that's what I'm thinking in my head. And, um, you know, it, it was really dirty and kind of in bad shape. You could tell it had been sitting in an attic or somewhere for a very long time. But uh, as I started looking at the game titles, I'm just getting more and more excited because I'm seeing, like, some really good stuff, like all of the Super Mario Brothers 1, Super Mario Brothers 1, 2, 3, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, Tecmo Bowl. Uh, just some of the really good uh, premiere titles that you would want to get on an NES. I didn't know what really she was going to ask for, and she didn't really know what to ask for. I knew I didn't have much money with me. I, I think I might have brought like $50 cash that day. Um, so I was like, well, let me just, you know, in my head, I'm like, let me just start low, and she'll go up, and, and that'll be fine. So I offered her $30, and she was like, um, okay. <laughs> and sold me all of that for 30 bucks yeah so um i got that into my car and i was just like the adrenaline rush was crazy but um yeah all of that for 30 bucks and uh I, that that was my biggest score and i'll tell you um tell you how that ended up on the next segment Now, just to make a long story short, I did end up selling this, all of this stuff that I bought, um, sold it all together for $450. Um, now, I know that's like, uh, you know, I wasn't trying to rip the lady off or anything like that, but you have to understand, I did have to put a lot of work into the system to get it to work. So when I first hooked it up, uh, first of all, the power cord wasn't even, had to get a different power cord, it wasn't even working, but, um, so when I first hooked it up, I was getting the, the flashing green screen that you get with the NES a lot of times. Had to um, had to take it apart, clean it really good, um, which, you know, some stuff I found on YouTube about, about cleaning those systems and, and taking them apart. Um, had to clean it really good. A lot of the games didn't, were really dirty. Had to take them apart and clean them really good. Um, so I did put a whole lot of work into the system just to get every game to work and to get the system to work you know consistently um, and you know it was my uh, it was a, a kind of a prize part of my collection for a long time I, I like to play it I showed my son he's nine years old I was showing him all these old games that I used to play and and uh, I don't know he kind of he thought it was pretty cool and um, but there came to a point where I realized that this item was probably going to be the one that I could make the most profit off of and really needed to get back to the positive side of, you know, having sold enough stuff to cover all my expenses. And I know, you know, eventually I'll, I'll have another NES or probably several if I keep doing these yard sales and things. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll come across another one eventually. So ended up selling all that as a as a bundle. Now, I could have made more 
I think if I had taken everything and sold everything individually, because, um, you know, you can just sell. I mean, for example, the Mike Tyson's Punch-Out game at that time was selling on eBay for like $45. Um, so, you know, if I had sold everything individually, could have made a little bit more. Actually, probably could have made around $300. But I just, I didn't have the time at the time to, to do all that. So I just tried to, you know, sell it as a, just the way I got it with all the same, all the stuff together. And, uh was able to sell it. Actually sold this on a local Facebook group um, to, a, to a young guy who said he was going to play it with his son. So I thought that was pretty cool. So, so, so there you go. In the short amount of time that I've been doing this, now, now like I said, I started this hobby a year and a half ago. I did it pretty hard for about two months and then I kind of did it less. Um, as the year you know went on and then we had a big Disney vacation that we just got back from a couple weeks ago we were we you know we're saving money like crazy so I didn't really you know in 2017 I really haven't done uh, anything with this hobby I'm just now kind of starting it back up so uh, I'm looking forward to kind of uh, kind of starting fresh and uh, right now uh, the first thing I'm gonna do is sell some stuff because right now um, right now is not a good time of year for uh, for yard sales really um, really of course the best time for yard sales is in the spring you know in March March April somewhere in there um, fall is not not too bad usually but uh it's, it's not great and I'm, I don't have a lot of time for it right now so what I'm gonna try to do though right now is try to sell some stuff and kind of build up a uh, build up a little bit of change and then when these yard sales hit I'll be able to go out and uh, spend that money on some new items anyway so that was my biggest score so far um, I've had some other pretty good ones I'm not gonna get into the specifics of those right now we'll save those for later but um, I'll talk a little bit um, here at the end of this podcast about reselling uh, because there's a lot of different ways you can resell and you really just have to, you know, decide what do you have time for, what do you have energy for, um, and you have to just kind of do whichever fits you the best. So one way you can resell is on Amazon. Um, you can, uh, you know, you just make an Amazon account and you go through the steps of uh, shipping all of your items off to Amazon, and they, you know, once the items sell, they ship them out to whoever buys them and you get the money. Um, now as far as being able to sell and get the most out of each item, that's the best way to go. Um, it's also, in my opinion, requires the most work. Um, if you're gonna go that route, you're gonna need to get on YouTube and watch probably several YouTube videos about how to sell items on Amazon and everything that you're required to do. Um, all of that kind of stuff. So. For me, I thought about doing doing it that way. I realized how time-consuming it was going to be, and uh, decided that wasn't for me. Um, so I, I don't do the Amazon sell thing. You know, later on, if if I have you know an opportunity where I've got more time to do that, I, I may get into that. But right now, I don't sell on Amazon. 
Of course, another option is eBay. eBay is a little simpler than Amazon. I mean, you're basically controlling everything on eBay. You ship the item, you do the post, you um, do all the feedback and that kind of stuff. So, uh, you know, it puts the control more in your hands and it's uh, as far as how the item has to be shipped and stuff like that. You don't have as many regulations, uh, just as long as you get it to them in, in decent condition. So eBay is something, while I haven't sold anything on eBay yet uh, since I've been doing this hobby, I'm probably going to be doing that in the future. In fact, I may be doing some of that very soon um, with the holiday season coming up. I think uh, eBay right now would be a good way to, uh, to sell some stuff. Now the way that I have sold all of my items so far... Uh, is through local Facebook groups. You've got, um, you know, if you get on Facebook, you find these groups, these local yard sale groups, or local, uh, even you know, video game groups. I'm in, I'm in like three of those, and I can post items in there. In there, so, um, you know, that's how I have sold stuff so far. And the reason for that is it's the easiest. It's the least time-consuming. You just take a picture, put it out there on Facebook. People are interested. They'll send you a message. You meet them somewhere. You sell the item. It's over. You know, it's done. Um, you're not going to be able to sell things for quite as high as you could on Amazon or even eBay, but you also don't have to go through the hassle of shipping and buying shipping supplies and, and all of that nonsense. Um, so it's definitely the easiest way to sell things. So far, this is what I've done. And so far, I've been successful with it. Um, so yeah, I, you know, like I said, I may get into eBay here shortly, but uh, in the past, I've, I've just had success selling on Facebook and through, you know, these different uh, for sale groups that are out there on Facebook. And I do recognize there are some other apps and websites you can sell stuff through, like Mercari, if I'm saying that right, and. Uh, there's another one I can't even remember the name, but to me, uh, you know, if you're gonna go through that much trouble, just sell it on, just sell it on Facebook or sell it on eBay, um, because yeah, you know those have bigger, those have more people, a bigger customer base, and it's just uh, just easier to sell through those through those uh, things that are already well established. So this will be my last segment for this podcast, but. Here's the really the whole point of this first episode and the thing that I want you to remember is that if you're hearing this and uh, You're a gamer like me, maybe an older gamer like me and there's any kind of interest that's coming up on you uh, You can do this too. You can this stuff that I'm talking about doing uh, It's not hard. You don't have to be any type of you know super expert uh, You can do this stuff too and whether you're interested in just the collecting side and you want to get this these cool retro games and just start building a collection or maybe you're just interested in the reselling I mean there's a huge profit margin on these games but you know the, you buy them super cheap you sell them and they they sell for a lot of money some of it so uh, some people just resell I mean they just buy the things resell them they don't collect at all um, that's not going to be me. I want to collect. I just want to resell to make my money back for collecting. 
Um, but you know, you do it however you want to do it. It just, it's just a matter of, uh, getting up early on some Saturday mornings and, and getting out there, hitting those yard sales, or maybe, uh, find out where your local thrift stores are and, and, you know, go out, go out a few times a week and see what they got. Um, you can do this too. And that's part of what this station is going to be about is, you know, giving tips, giving help, answering questions. Um, I want to share my knowledge with you. So if this is something that you're interested in, I want to help you. I want to share my knowledge. Of course, there's a lot more knowledge out there to be gained. There's already a lot of stuff, like I said, on YouTube. That's kind of where I learned a lot of stuff. But um, yeah, I'd like to, uh, if this is something you're interested in, if you're going to start doing it, I'd like to follow along with what you're doing. So uh, let me know. Let me know if you're going to go out and hit some yard sales or thrift stores or if you find anything cool or maybe you have something already have a collection that's cool I just like to hear about this stuff um, it's just something that interests me and fascinates me so hopefully I'll hear some of your cool stories about cool stuff that you get and when I get those stories I'll be sure to share them here with you anyway that's gonna do it for episode one this is Shane the retro game guy Thank you for listening. Uh, feel free to send me the call-ins, uh, comment. Let me know if you have any questions or let me know if you can uh, give me any advice. Thanks again for listening. Have a good day.